The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Oh boy, it's the Make My Damn Movie Podcast where we discuss the film and entertainment industry focusing on screenwriting and the challenges of getting a movie produced as we spotlight seven original screenplays that I spilt blood over. And sweat. And a lot of tears. And poop. Ew. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. A lot of sloshing. Yes. Who I'm Mark that? Reynolds. And I'm Tom Swain. Episode number 16. Is it 16? No, it's 15. Is it 15? Yeah. 15. I don't know anymore. I think it is 15. Language. Should... <laughs> See, I'm running the board. I was trying to. Wrong. All it's, right. uh, I think it's 15. Is it 15? Yes, yeah. it is 15. Anyway, today we have a special <laughs> guest. We have my niece, my third third favorite niece. Wow. Lies. Your third. Absolute lies. Nope. I'm the only niece. No, no, no. <laughs> the only Ow. third. So it here's how my, my niece is going. It's Olivia. Hi, everyone. I'm Olivia. Olivia P- Pizza. She mm-hmm. just said her last name, her new last name. She was married how long ago now? Uh, almost three years. What? Aye, I know. Aye, aye, wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, wait, I was baby. at the wedding. Now, <laughs> um, third favorite niece. Mm-hmm. So, so it would be the first favorite would be your sister, Ava. Yeah. Ah, she's moved Ava, up the chain. Oh yeah, she's pretty cool. Okay. And then the the second would be any of your cousins. Just take a pick. Huh. And then you. All of my many cousins. All of your many cousins. Just take a pick. Any one of them will be the second, and then you. The third. <laughs> That's how that rolls. Okay. So anyway, Olivia is here because we're going to talk a little bit today about female centric screenplays, mm-hmm. and we have a female that has actually read the screenplay. Hit escape, and we'll talk about what that's about, and then maybe kind of go into depth because Hollywood seems to be screaming for these. Where are the female movies? Right, and then the, they, and then for some reason, why are they doing bad at the box office? <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah. So, so Birds when we talk bright. about female centric movies, we're talking bridesmaids, right? Yes. Right, Mean Girls. Heck yeah. Yeah. Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Uh, yes. I have to throw that in there. You've never seen that? What's that? Really? It's, I'm 29. Oh, my sisters love that movie. Oh, it's good. Man. It's so it's good. very good. I'll loan it to you. Okay. The good thing about Olivia, there is one or two th- good things. One of them is that she will watch movies that I suggest. Have you watched Copper Mountain? No, I probably won't, and I'll tell you why. Why? Because we're going we're gonna to get into this. <laughs> because I told you. I warned you that I will never watch a PG movie, and that's PG. It's got Jim Carrey in it. Boring. Jim Carrey's not boring. And in a PG movie, I bet he's boring. No, no, no. Just watch it. Yeah. Um, Clueless. Uh, we're back to oh, female singer. Yeah. Legally Blonde. The Duff. No, I have. I'm not waiting seen for you to say that. Heather's. Heather's is that. I don't know. I don't think so. It's an maybe. Winona Ryder is the main character. I mean, it's like an '80s grunge version of Mean Girls to a far extreme. Mm, Maybe. 
I'm okay, going to say fine. no. Christian Slater was a, a close second tier character, I guess. Yeah, but he's kind of pretty like a woman. <laughs> he was very, very attractive. So, okay, we'll, we'll put that in there. Yeah. Uh, Miss Congeniality. Oh, yeah. yeah. Train wreck. Which mm-hmm. was? Um, bring it on, Juno, Pitch Perfect. So you get the uh, idea. Yeah, yeah, Juno, okay. So these one. are female-centric movies, okay? And what we're going to talk about today is I have written one that needs to be made. Right. And I also should back up because I was told comments came in from our last podcast that I was like, oh, I can't let go of these screenplays. I wouldn't let anyone take my screenplay, purchase and it, it, and change it. Come on. <laughs> Lighten up. <laughs> Assholes. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to watch my language with Olivia here. Oh, he doesn't. Uh, I watch it more for my battle. first and second favorite nieces. <laughs> for the third, eh. we'll see how that goes. So we're going to talk about a, a female-centric screenplay yes. that needs to be made. And it's got everything going for it, if I do say so myself. Everyone that writes a screenplay, it's not. Well... It, they're not. This is the best. Thank you. You're welcome. This is, this is very good. Okay. This is probably From your third my, favorite niece. My favorite screenplay of yours. Maybe. I don't know. It it always shifts around. Let me up. let me help you out here. Okay. They're all great. They're yes, True. they are very good. Yeah. Okay, Olivia, you've <laughs> yeah. moved up to second favorite niece. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Climbing up that ladder. Yeah, she really is. It's a ladder you really want to climb up. Mm-hmm. It's got to be kind of... Uh, Especially that Hollywood ladder. That's the only thing she's doing. Yeah, she's just trying to ride it. my coattails. That's it. No, that's, that's Tom. My, <laughs> oh. That's my job. Okay. You guys fight that out. Okay. okay. All right. So what we're going to do now is we're going to play the famous movie quotes is game. Is it famous? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's famous because you're famously bad at it. Yes. So am I. So oh, we're famously bad together. All right. I'm just excited about it because... We can use the damn buzzers. <laughs> you just care about the sound effects. Of course I do. So what we'll do is we're going to play the game. Mm-hmm. We've already discussed pre-show how to do it. I've already forgotten, so let's oh go. My well, gosh. Let's, let's just try. Let's just try does not work. <laughs> let's Come just on. see what happens. Back down to third. Oh. <laughs> no. Back down to third. Okay, so... Little opening music. There you go. Wow. Okay, so here we go with the movie quotes game. Okay, I'm going right. to read a famous movie quote, basically from comedy movies I picked. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna be terrible at this. I kind of stacked the deck because these were pre-done like a long time ago before you were even coming on. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Get close to that microphone, Olivia. I'm here. Okay, so these were like, pre- and there's one on here I know you'll get. So the deck has been stacked in her favor at this point. Oh, great. And I'm going to start with this one. Thanks. So you ready to do this? Yeah. Watch me not even get this right. Mm-hmm. Fourth favorite. <laughs> okay, ready? It's like I have ESPN or something. Olivia. Karen from Mean Girls. Even gave the name. Whoops. 
Never saw it. Okay. What is wrong with you? It's only like. Like what? I don't even know. <laughs> How yeah. can you not see that? I've never seen it. I don't know. What's wrong with you? What kind of rock are you living under? Because he's not a 17-year-old girl. Maybe that's it. Maybe. Okay, next one. He's even seen it. White man. Because you made me. And it was good. But see, it's reciprocal. Because she does watch what I ask her to watch. No one else in my family will do what I say or ask. Just like And that was a PG (laughs) movie, right? No, it was PG-13. Yeah, PG-13. Just like how you should watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. For gosh sakes. (laughs) Okay. Next, you might get this. You should get this. <laughs> you might get this because it's one I told you to watch, and you did. Mm. She's Uh-oh. a good girl. We'll see if sometimes. I remember. This sticker is dangerous and inconvenient, but I do love Fig Newtons. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. I know, but I don't know it. Oh my gosh. You have the answer right in front of you. I'm going to do it again. I have to. This sticker is dangerous and inconvenient, but I do love Fig Newtons. Oh, my God. Idiots. You two are morons. I know. I mean, really. I don't know. Talladega Nights. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? last time. How did I get? I got two. My first thought was Anchorman, but I knew it wasn't I got the first one right. From Talladega Nights. Okay, well, first of all, <laughs> bad answer. Second of all, I was going to say Anchorman, still bad answer. It. It's in the same trio of Will Ferrell movies. <laughs> all right, next. Don't, don't do that. You're so money, and you don't even know it. Tom? Swingers. Very nice. Vince Vaughn. You got one. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Ready for the next one? No. Oh, either one of you could get this. Mm. Another one. I'm giving you hints, Olivia. I'm trying to help you along here. Fifth favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Sliding down. Okay. You and your mom are hillbillies. This is a house of learned doctors. <laughs> Tom. Step Brothers. Love that movie. Oh, yeah. I just watched it. Oh, man. Not watched the right answer. Years. All right. Another one you might get, Olivia. I'm pulling for you. But... <laughs> so is this one Anchorman? <laughs> <laughs> Is it that trio? <laughs> She's just gonna keep Anchorman yeah. in it. Okay, ready? Greater good. I am your wife. I'm the greatest good you're ever gonna get. Olivia. Frozone from The Incredibles. Nice job. Wow. Wait, who's ahead? That was good. Is it tied? Okay, well, this is the tiebreaker. Uh-oh. Oh, there's another. Oh, this is good. Oh, this is good. Okay, you ready? We're not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> the path of the righteous man oh, is beset gosh. on all sides. Wait, you were talking. I'll say it again. Hold on. <laughs> Don't 
Never! Be professional. Talk over me. Okay. That's my job. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides. They both know it. Pulp ah! Fiction. was first. What is it? Pulp Fiction. Yeah! I, was screaming as you I said almost let you have it to help redeem you from the last time. Uh, there you go. The movie quotes game. Two Pulp Fictions. Hey, at least you knew it. I, just I did, yeah. Thank God. Well. Royale with cheap. So the guest beat you, which you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm always ashamed of myself. There you go. All right, folks. You disappoint yourself. People disappoint me. Daily. That's going to be the, the name of another podcast I'm going to do. Yes. People disappoint me. Hey, I coined that phrase. You did it's coin that It's on a bumper phrase. sticker. I had made that bumper sticker you for did. you. Yeah, Fourth I think Olivia niece. might be taking oh, yeah. your place. No! Yeah, she's favorite niece now, right? Moving up? She's kissing some pretty good butt. All right. Uh, yeah. She knows how to do it, though. Yeah. She's had a lifetime of... Butt you know. kissing? Yeah, because, you know, she wants things. Uh, so yeah. it's like, yeah. oh, you're great at this. And, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I know when I hear from Olivia mm-hmm. via text or phone call, mm-hmm. before I even... I don't, what does she want? <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? No. <laughs> You're admitting it? Uh, Holy yes. mackerel. For Yay! all your followers. Nice. Okay, so now we're going to talk about female-centric movies. Let's talk all about right. Hit Escape. Okay, this is a movie, a screenplay, that went through a lot of different drafts. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I want to begin by talking about how it kind of came about in my head and then how it ended up being what it is now. That's kind of a long, long story, right? Right. So we're not going to do that. Maybe later. But what we are going to do is Olivia said she wanted to read the log line of Hit Escape. So read the log line. Eat that mic, Olivia. All right. not telling you again. (laughs) I will boot you out of this house like I've done so many times before. He's never done that. I'm pregnant. I'm leaning my back up against the seat. Okay. Log line. All right. A despondent Louisiana, or sorry, Los Angeles lawyer is transported back to 1983 in her 18-year-old body to live a day she's been longing for and faces having to make a choice to stay and carve out a new path in life or return to the present. Okay. So that's the mm-hmm. log line. That's the attention getter. Right. That's what you send that's... out to get people to go, oh, you know what? I'd be interested in that. Read it again. All right. A despondent L.A. lawyer is transported back to 1983 in her 18-year-old body to live a day she's been longing for and faces having to make a choice to stay and carve out a new path in life or return to the present. Okay. So now, before we can discuss this screenplay and why it should be made, hence Make My Damn Movie, Right. go to makemydamnmovie.com. Request all right, all right to download Hit Escape. Yes. Let's read the pitch, basically. So people like kind of elevator know what it is. pitch. Yeah, this is the yeah. elevator pitch. Yeah. It's a long ride. Quick. It's kind of a long ride, but yeah. let's do it. All right. So a 54 year old hapless attorney named Sharon has lost her way, yearning for a vision of the past that didn't really exist. With the exception of still being close with her childhood friend Laura, everything else sucks. A kind hearted yet prying temp IT guy named Andy catches Sharon and uh, one of her meltdowns, and before she knows it, she opens up to him. 
pining for the good old days back in 1983 Daytona Beach. Andy suggests hitting the escape key on her keyboard. He's an IT guy, why not? Boom! Sharon wakes up in the familiar setting of her childhood bedroom in Daytona, shocked to find she's in her teenage body, but with her lifelong memories intact. Andy lays out Sharon's options. Choose to stay and begin life again from 18, losing all recollection of her life after 18, or she can go back. Either way, Sharon has the day to explore and has a blast with the young Laura, works at her first job, and checks out an old flame. Having to deal with bullies, Sharon is energized by the 80s. Is it even worth potentially losing your dearest friend in the present by risking taking another path in the past? Okay, so... And I have a lot of thoughts on that old flame. But this is this is a heartwarming, female-centric movie. It's charming. Yeah, it's charming. And here's the best part: it's rated R. It's great, mm-hmm. right? It's so. So I let Olivia read this, and and when I first kind of got into doing this, when you and I were kind of blapping it around, figuring out yeah. how to even write a screenplay or mm-hmm. what that was, um. I put together a one sheet on how to read a screenplay. And I thought, you know what? I want to get Olivia's opinion on this. You know, I'm 28, 29 year old Mm -hmm. and see if it even makes sense for just somebody out there. Right. We were reading it over and over over and over and over and over. over And And I had never read it before at all. So I told you the idea Mm -hmm. and then bam, I want to read it. I want to read it. So I figured I got my way. You there's a shock. As usual. So what we decided to do is let Olivia read it. Olivia reads it and gave me some unbelievably good notes. Like, I mean, super, like she got it. First of all, it's not easy to read a screenplay. I don't care what anyone says. You got to yeah. kind of know. It's not like reading a book. You got to be aware of things in the business. Yes, you, you be, do. You have to be visually even imagining these things happening. How's the camera angle working? How are people focused and everything else? And so my brain just kind of reading through these screenplays immediately goes to those sorts of things. But I'm a very visual person. There you go. I'm a big reader. Yeah. She's there a teacher. Go. And I'm a teacher. Yes. So there's that. Now, what a disappointment. <laughs> so <laughs> any, teachers. Anyway, um, so... Olivia reads this, and I'm thinking, okay, so so this just kind of going out there with somebody, a lay person, so to speak, got it, yeah, right, you yeah. got it, yeah, I did. And she sent me back, oh, I like this part, I like this part. I said, what is this screenplay about? And I always wonder if people get, and she got it right out of the gate. It's about a relationship, yeah, between mm-hmm. two friends from high school, right, that end up going through life together, but it doesn't really work out that well. And she gets the chance to go back and relive a day. Boom, boom, boom. Right? Are we following? Does yeah. This, is all, all this making sense? Yep. So the other thing that needs to be recognized here is this was written by a man. Right. So this screenplay written by a guy, did that shock you? No. Really? Yeah. Not really, no. That hmm. was well done. Hmm. I don't think good. that is a compliment. You got it for, gosh, if I was sharing a couple other things I would have done to that D-bag guy in there. But other than that. Chad. So, oh, Chad. So let's see. How can we kind of explain this? I mean, you read the synopsis. You read the the pitch, the log line, right? And what ends up happening is she goes back to 1983 in her adult mind. Right. 
Yeah, like, but, uh, like imagine if you could choose any day in your life to go and relive, but everything you've gotten until that point, you can take it back with you. So you've had this maturity happen in your life. You've made new friendships. You understand what kind of relationship you're looking for. But you get this chance just to start over at a younger part of your life. Yes. It's incredible. She's inching up to number one. Oh. Number three right now. Yeah. <laughs> She went from three to five to six to three. Oh, she went to oh, six. six? Yeah. When did I go wow. to summer six? I don't remember. I said something stupid. So <laughs> I existed here in this chair. <laughs> so I, I, I like that. That's exactly, that's a very good point. It's well put. So the point of all of that is, is that you have an opportunity to kind of take your memories back. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, she's in her 18 year old body. Right. Her teenage body, but with her adult thoughts. And the things she was reminiscing about in the first act is like this guy that got away. And, oh, my gosh, I sure wish I didn't kind of walk away from that. What happened to that dude? It turns out to be not her Prince Charming. Not at all. The opposite. So be careful what you wish for. Right. So you go back and you get to relive that in your scene. So we all look back. I look back at high school and I look back at different things that I've done and it's like, oh, that was fantastic. Right. And then people I know from them are like, are you an idiot? <laughs> you know, what, what? where were you? I, I don't think that's right. So this movie kind of gives you the opportunity to live that. And is it all it was cracked up to be? Because exactly. you're going to be blocking out a lot of those bad memories, but this is putting it all back out there for you to see exactly. with your mature mind. Right. Now, you had notes on this. I yeah, want to hear your notes because she read it again. I sent mm-hmm. it to her. It uh, was an updated version. The latest draft. The latest draft. Like I say, always work on your screenplays. Right. Is this going well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking about not using this podcast. Wow. Depending on the ranking. Let's see. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we've already said that the main character, her name is Sharon. Sharon. And so Sharon is this lawyer, and she's the one who wants to go back and relive her day in Daytona Beach because she wants to see an old flame. His name is Chad. Chad is the quintessential D-bag that um, you don't ever want to really mess with. The things that he says to her is just totally sexually obnoxious. If I was Sharon, I would just smack the shit out of him and then nice left talk. the house. It's great talk, actually. Um, just those continuous sexual attacks between the two was absolutely horrible. Um, <laughs> but let me break how, in how, a second. Well, how Chad talks to her, but she, but Sharon is a very strong female lead, and it is in, she is incredibly confident, and so she brings this confidence that she's even gotten because remember she's a lawyer. With her back to this douchebag, sorry. No. But, and she just lets him have it in a very quick yet witty and confident way and marches her butt right on out. Here's the good news this is this screenplay, this movie, when made, will really touch every single woman that sees it because they've all experienced a Chad. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Right? That's frightening. There, yes. You're, you're, you might Wait, be right. I was a Chad. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Don't think, don't think that's something you want to brag about. Yeah, that's true. But no, so, it's so true. It's like I'm reading through this and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can pick up some of these things from old people, that like old guys I used to like throughout my life. And 
I wish I could go back and smack him upside the head or something. Or, you know, I, I'm happily married now. But if I could go back and see him again, if I had that day, yeah, I'd smack him and leave because it'd make me feel good. Mm-hmm. But Sharon just has a very different way to do it that makes her a strong female character. Right. She's an adult talking to this teenage, teenage boy kid, yeah. who's an idiot. That's the best part of the screenplay, if yeah, I do say so myself. Is. Yeah. I is that, really like that the, is that you have this character, this 18-year-old looking character mm-hmm. that has the mind of a 50-plus-year-old. And right. a lawyer. And an attorney. So you're you're taking that aspect and you're using that in this this kid is a kid. Just right. Chad got it. And this Chad's got no idea what's going on. <laughs> exactly. He is and literally clueless. He's an idiot. a bottle of scotch. Exactly. <laughs> right. So what's your other notes? This is good. I like All right. This. I also good. there are two characters in the in the screenplay named Julie and Amy. They are your quintessential, as I got it earlier, correct? The mean girls mm-hmm. uh, of the entire Rub script. And oh my gosh. This is another thing that women can really reflect upon because we've all met a Julie or an Amy or a Regina George and that they're just a bunch of dumb bitches everywhere mm-hmm. that you wish you could smack upside the head. I see them on a daily basis when I'm walking around. You want to smack a lot of people upside the head. Yeah. I re- you know, I really <laughs> do. I'm getting I that. really do. This is a theme. But like I'll be out with my <laughs> husband at the mall, for instance, and there would just be a swarm of, of I call them Karens, swarm of Karens. They're just walking in a lot, like in a nice line, all next to one another, not letting anybody through. Mm-hmm. So what do I do? I run into them. Hey, <laughs> nice. Get out of my way, okay? You're taking up the whole space, and I, I guess I'm speaking out loud to these people, these girls. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea there's an older lady behind me hearing what I'm saying to these girls, mm-hmm. and she starts cracking up. Good. And she goes, "I wish someone would tell these girls how to behave." That's damn right. Don't mess with Olivia. No, but the Julies no. and the Amys. That's a takeaway. Uh, there you go. But the Julies and the Amys, I mean, there's a scene in the in the screenplay where they're pushing down some girls and whoever else within a mall. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And That's um, how you meet them. Typical yeah, bullies. Typical That's, bullies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in a very anti-bully climate, this is something that I could think also really resonate with yes. a lot of people. But That's keeping a, in mind mm-hmm. that, yeah. that Sharon is with her best friend. Right who are adults together in the first act, but now Sharon's with the teenage best friend. Right. In her teenage mind, but Sharon is in her teenage body in her adult mind. Yeah. She doesn't remember Julie and Amy being that bad. Exactly. Because she again, witnesses it. Your memories fade right. as time gets... That's for sure. You know. Yep. Okay, so that was your notes? The main things I wanted to bring up, yes. Okay. After having cool. freshly read this. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. All, right. all good. Now, this script gets a lot of analy- uh, analyzing, mm-hmm. a lot of notes. And I'm going to read a couple of things that came back on the latest. There, It was uh, the analysis that came back from, I won't say what it is, but anyway, here's some okay. notes. <clears throat> because the beautiful part about this is, is like people, Olivia gets it. Yes. You'll write a screenplay, someone will read it, and it's got to be the perfect storm. Exactly. They have to be in the right frame of mind. They have to have a sense of humor. <laughs> they have to get it. And they have to be in a you know that right type of mood right. when they're reading exactly. it. Exactly. It's just yeah, it's crazy. So 
this person that did the analysis was spot on. Mm -hmm. They did get it. So just just some takeaways. So they hit. This is just recently. This is a clever take on the Freaky Friday fantasy of reliving one's past. The story is told in a traditional three act structure, and the turning point from Act One to Two comes as a complete surprise and spins the story in an entirely un- unexpected and engaging new direction. That's what yeah, you I want like in that. a screenplay. Mm-hmm. It's not the same old time travel kind of horse shit. Right. It's just different. It's refreshing. It's a different take. So that's important. Yeah, and time travel's overdone quite quite or overdone a lot in a lot of movies but this one's done in a very unique way exactly mm-hmm. it's not a it's, sci-fi yeah, thing it's, it's, yeah yeah it's with a click of a button i mean we can give that hit away escape. that's the name of the the movie hit escape right and the guy who is the how did you put andy is the uh, the guy he's the traveler he's, no you had a great name for him now you don't remember. Is he the MacGuffin sort of? No, to... But he's her guide. Yeah. Right through this little thing. She meets him when she's like freaking out, having a bad day. We've all had those, right? We are right. So bam, he comes in and he's the uh, temporary IT guy. And he's just like, you know what? Looks like you're having a bad time here. She's behind her keyboard. Nothing's working. Hit escape. Huh? Why? Boom. So it's not a bunch of flashing lights and... Right. Get into this machine and... Yeah. yeah. Press the time machine button for where we're going to go today. Okay, I'm going to move on with this analysis here. So anyway, the main characters are each well-developed and thoroughly fleshed out with clear and distinctive traits and backstories. Again, I'm reading this because people writing screenplays, this is what you want. This is the type of feedback you need for... Okay, I'm getting through. I'm breaking through. Right. I write this screenplay. I want to break through. This is what happens when you rewrite, rewrite, yes. and rewrite, and get your mind on the page. Paint that picture. Yes. The writer, do, and I like this part the best. The writer does a great job of planting seeds which will <laughs> sprout later in the story, which I love that line. And it is rewarding to see information established in Act 1 pay off in a compelling way in Acts 2 and 3. Again, you want payoffs. Correct. Mm-hmm. So your act one needs to go into act two, act three, and they have to pay off. Why isn't this damn movie made? Make this damn movie. I don't understand it. The protagonist is especially well-written. She comes across as a relatable, realistic, and very sympathetic person whose life feels all too familiar as she struggles with work, dating, money, etc. Again, people can relate to this character. Right. Very important. You related. Yeah. Even I'm though, only 29. Exactly. Even though she's in her 50s, you can still relate. Yeah. I've had bad relationships. I've had, I can't say I've had, I've had a bad job because I love all my jobs. Yes. Thank you, <laughs> Uncle Mark. Yes, Olivia's first job was with me. It was great. She basically it's warmed her way in. It was but it was way. great. Getting her way. And she remembers it fondly. I do. So that's that's, that's good. good. I do. Okay. Dialogue is one of this script's strongest elements, very hard to do, and there is an incredibly strong sense of humor behind many of the lines, especially Sharon's. So there's that. Even without character names above the dialogue, it is easy to tell who is speaking. Imperative. Right. Yes. That's one of those things you have 
to write your characters like you can go in blind yes. and just read a line from some character and automatically know that character's name. Association. It, yeah. Here's an oh. exercise. You take your script, okay? And you take literally the printed out script and you take a Sharpie and you just black out every single character mm -hmm. and then give it to someone to read. Right. And if they can't differentiate between who's who, then you need to start you're losing. Yeah, right. you're losing. Uh, buh, 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 buh. It makes the script flow smoothly and it is a quick and enjoyable read. Another important thing. Right now, when you read it, did it go by quick? Yes. See? Some, you're just like, and I read a lot of scripts. <laughs> yeah. Because basically to mock them. Oh, yes. So I'm like, oh, my God, where is this going? Like it's I, taking forever. I found myself reading 30 pages of your script in about 10 minutes. Wow. It just wow. went by very quickly. You could be a script reader. Hey. Yeah. Make some extra money. I'm a, t I'm a teacher. I'm here. There you, you go. Should do it. No, Side really. note. I'm going to hook you up. All right, let's go. I get Second a cut. Second favorite niece. Mm. I'll get you a cut. Mm. First favorite niece. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. See, that little game you just played put you back down to four. Ow. You've been playing this game the whole time. Your whole life. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Um, but, but, but the dialogue constantly reveals new information about each character, but also keeps the plot moving along at a nice clip without ever becoming expository or yeah. sounding on the nose. Right. We need to do a whole podcast about on the nose. I used to hate that, but then I got it. Right. People would say, oh, but well, all this, this is just too on the nose. We need to do a whole podcast. Maybe in the next one we'll do that. And if you're doing exposition dumps, that means you're lazy and you haven't thought out your story correctly. Okay. The next thing. The Sorry, people. The writer has found a way to refresh the familiar young again trope, and this feels like a more mature take on the concept. Mm -hmm. They get it. While the premise is certainly dramatic, the script maintains a bright and very comedic tone. The comedy is not jokey or lowbrow. Wait, it's kind of lowbrow. Yeah, with Chad. There's some is. questionable things, like Google it. <laughs> Olivia. They like that in this I love this that review. one. I don't want you to love that one. <laughs> it was funny. Here, I'll erase your memory. <laughs> is that doing anything? Hit escape, okay. right? Um, the comedy is not, it feels genuine and honest. So the right. comedy feels genuine and honest. Conflict in Hit Escape is present on many different levels in both the present and the past storylines. That was hard to do. Conflict is very important. But to do it in two storylines. Yeah. You're, you're in the past, you're in the 80s, mm -hmm. and you're in the 2000s. Right. That's how brilliant I am. <laughs> Are you yeah. getting... Yeah, thank yeah, it's you. Got, it's got girl drama between boys so you and everything would, else and so, jobs and yeah. So you would say this? these are brilliant. Yes, this is a great Number one. one. <laughs> number one. Yes, number one. I'm not saying this to get the number one spot either. Oh, Just FYI. It went down to number two. See? Damn it. <laughs> you need to know how to kiss butt better. The characters presented here are so compelling and relatable that it is very easy to get on board with their journey. Theme. I'm going to skip over a bunch of this. It's so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and I'm reading this because I'm hoping a producer will hear this and go, I got to see this. 
MakeMyDamnMovie.com. Right. And you do have to read this. Regret and opportunity are strong thematic elements driving this script. And the writer taps into the fantasy common to most people of reinventing themselves with the if I only knew then what I know now sensibility. Friendship and dedication to those we are close to is also a compelling theme. A lot of people have a screenplay and there's no theme. Right. And I had those. By the way, let's back yes. up just a hair. I all of all of these seven screenplays all sucked. <laughs> they were balls. Pardon me. Oh, when they man. were first written, they were horrible. But all of them are like that. Exactly. So you got to go. That's but why I'm, you got to rewrite them continually. Now let's get to the final comments. I'm going to skip over a lot of the good stuff. Uh huh. That's for another day. Okay. Final comments. The writer has a strong and clear voice and manages to find a fresh new spin on the suddenly young again fantasy trope. The protagonist is extremely well written and secondary characters each bring something unique and distinctive to the table. That's what you want in a screenplay. Mm -hmm. Make my damn movie. Done. So there you go. Hit escape. Go to makemydamnmovie.com. Go to the screenplays, screenplays page yes. and then contact us. Because, you know, we, we've done a lot of these podcasts now. Yeah. And we're just kind of, you know, jerking around. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> I got to get these made so I can die. Oh, that's the end game. That's right. That is the end game. Again, I wake up every day looking for the light. <laughs> it ain't there. So please give me this one thing. Olivia can't wait for me to pass on. Wow. She wants my sob. Oh, you get the car. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I get the car. You still I get the car. I'm holding the jalopy. I thought um, he was being buried in that. I, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Never mind. So, uh, Olivia, thank you. Was this fun? Yeah. You did a good job. Thank you. Sadly, you're yeah. leaving at number three position where you started. I thought she was at number two. Okay, He's number two. He's been changing it the whole time. The whole time. That's the fun of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Do you want to do this again? Yeah. Love to have cool. you back. You did a really good job. Thank you. Wait. So you did that, not this. That's later into your pregnancy. No, that that would already happen. Oh, good. Okay, we're done. Bye. 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 Bye.